What's up, y'all? It's your girl, KB. Raffinay here. And welcome to Heart Combos with KB and Raffinay. We back. We're back. Welcome back. Here you go. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yes, I want to apologize for not um, having a podcast episode up last week. Your girl legit lost her voice. I was in Houston for a conference. I was emceeing the conference. And Thursday came around and that thing was was on its way out. And by the weekend, it was a whisper. And I just figured y'all wouldn't want to hear me whisper for about half an hour. And so, yeah, <laughs> we didn't have an episode last week. But um, I was literally like down the street from you. Nay, I was like so close yet still so far away. I mean, kind of. Texas is a big state, but... I mean, Houston is a lot closer than Indianapolis. You're right. To, you're da- right. to Dallas. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> but you're not even in Dallas right now. Where are you at? You had a whole, you're in a whole other part of Texas. I am currently in San Antonio, Texas. San Antonio, Texas. Mm-hmm. Home of the San Antonio Spurs. Girl, you don't even watch basketball. It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't mean that it's not their home you right you right of all the things i thought you might say home of i did not anticipate you saying home of an nba team that you don't even watch that is funny that is funny to be anyway um yes so we're back this week excited about this week's topic we are going to be talking about drumroll please how to build a friendship from scratch absolutely Nothing. Thin air. Poof. How do you just build one? (laughs) From the ground up. Listen, I did a poll on IG a few weeks ago, and that was one of the questions. Someone asked, how do I build a friendship from scratch? So I assume they just want to know what it looks like to form a friendship just from nothing. (laughs) So that's what we're going to talk about today. And I think the best way to talk about this topic is to parallel building a friendship from scratch to cooking something from scratch. Yes? What do you think? Okay, maybe. I mean, you the chef. Why? Well, it, I, I feel like this is going to be great. I'm going to act like I know how to cook. You actually know how to cook. And we can maybe pull out some some parallels that help the people, you know, figure this thing out. Aren't you a chef? I'm, I mean, I'm not a chef. I do cook, and I enjoy cooking. But... What's the difference between a cook and a chef? Well, I've not been to school for cooking and have all the educational background that people would have if they were chefs. Um, so that's the difference. I don't, I don't call myself a chef. I just say I enjoy cooking. You enjoy cooking. Okay. So you're a chef's kid. Your mama is a chef. Yep, chef's kid, chef's grandkid. So why can't you just be a chef by like blood? Like Lenny, it like doesn't blood. work like that. That's like saying, "Oh, you know, I'm a lawyer because my my mama uh, is a lawyer and my daddy." Listen, is a doctor. it works like other what? Things. Listen, if you're Greek, you can pass that thing down. There are a whole lot of areas where if your if your mama or somebody before you was that, then it qual- it counts for you. This not like what else? Uh, okay. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) There's not really a thing. There's multiple examples, I'm sure. I just can't think of any right now. (laughs) Again, I think Greek life is one is is one of them. 
I'm not actually Greek, but uh, I know a lot of people that are. I, but I actually don't know if they're Greek because their mom was Greek. Listen, it falls apart. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying uh, that that you should be a chef because everybody in your family was a chef. Anyway, um, getting back to this parallel to cooking. All right. This is what I think. I think when you go into the kitchen and you decide that you want to cook something, you need to know what you want. Or maybe you don't know what you want. I don't know. How does this work? Sometimes. I mean, sometimes people go in the kitchen and they don't know what they want. They just look and see what they have and throw something together and it becomes a meal. Oh. Okay, so we can take this on two two ways then. I'm going to talk about uh, knowing what you want and then you talk about just kind of going with the flow. All right. So I think. Sometimes you're like, hey, I'm, I, I'm, I'm hungry. I have a taste for this. And so you go into the kitchen and you are intentional about looking for those things that are going to get you that meal, right? And so I think same thing with a friendship. You should probably come in with some idea of what knowing what you want, you know? Like, hey, I'm looking for uh, a best friend. I'm looking for someone I can just hang out with and kick it with. I'm looking for someone to work out with. I'm looking for someone to share this common interest with. I'm looking for someone that I can like study God's word with, whatever you should, ha- you might have in your mind already when you're thinking about building a friendship from scratch of what you want. Okay. Um, I think that could be step number one, know what you want, what you're looking for. That might be helpful, but in the event that you don't know what you want, what could they do? Well, I think if you just know you want more friends, more people in your life, then you explore maybe some of the avenues where you're already connected with people. So whether that's work or at a gym or if you're in school, if you go to church, you're part of some kind of sports organization or other organization, just seeing people that are there that are accessible to you that maybe are already in your space that you potentially might develop a little more of a relationship or friendship with. Okay. So check what you have already, like what's already around you, where you're already connected to people and be intentional in those spaces. Okay. Got it. I think the second thing that you might do if you're going to make something from scratch in the kitchen is figure out what the ingredients are okay um so you know what it is you want to make or you're thinking about you know what it is you want to make but you have to have ingredients you have to know what's going to actually come together to make this thing and i think the same thing is true when you're building a friendship from scratch you need to think about what are the ingredients that i want this particular friendship to have and so um what are the values what are the things that are going to make for a healthy friendship um, I think off top, um, I don't, I want to, well, I was just about to say compatibility, but then I was like, is that legit? But I think compatibility is, is one. Um, compatibility is a tricky thing though. I'm not saying that compatibility means that you are, you do the same, you're the same person. You like the same things. There's no differences. Like y'all are like the same in all these different ways. But I think that compatibility it means that you guys work well together, whether your personalities complement one another, um, your goals are similar. There's something maybe that's um, that that there are some things that you do share. Um, I think that that helps when thinking about um, an element of a friendship. Like we're compatible, like we work well together. This just works. And sometimes I think that's an organic 
thing. It just feels like it works. It's good. Like there's a vibe there. And then sometimes I think from a practical standpoint, oh, this just works because we find ourselves in the same space often. Uh, we get along, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, we have the same value systems. Like this could work. We are compatible. So I think compatibility is one ingredient that might go in. What do you What do you think? Give me, give me one name. I would say having open communication. So being willing to just share and not be closed off to sharing or only sharing certain things or when you're asked or prompted, but just willing to have open dialogue about whatever I think helps build the connection also helps be able to get to know other people better. Yeah. I think trust is a big one for me. Like I want to know, you are trustworthy right that I can trust you on some level I'm not saying with like my deepest darkest secrets necessarily but that you're just a trustworthy person I can trust that you have um my best interest at heart I can trust that you are for me right you're not against me um that you know you're you're supportive you know like I just I want to be able to trust you and want to see that that trust grow in the in the context of our of our friendship. Also, I think the trustworthiness can go um, in the direction of like how, what uh, your, your character, so to speak. So like, do you speak well of other people? Um, Are you always gossiping about people? Do you share things that aren't things for you to share? Like, can I trust you with, you know, information and, and uh, you know, just like pieces of my story. Does that make sense? What I'm saying? I think trust is just a huge component to um, healthy friendships. And so, I would say trust could be an ingredient. How do you know if you can trust somebody, though? I think that that's proven in your interactions on some level. I think when you um, are building with someone, they have they could have shown you in some way that they're trustworthy in casual conversation. Again, if they um, have a tendency to talk about other people or they're sharing things that aren't theirs to share, I think that that speaks of somebody's uh, trustworthiness. But then I think at some point, if you don't have any context for the individual, again, because you're building it from scratch, you're just going to have to um, take baby steps, I think, in the in the trust area. But I think that's something that I want to see um, grown and develop in our relationship. So it's it, it might be a baby step. Yeah. What do you think? I, 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 think at some level you just have to trust in order to know if you can trust somebody like just walk out there on a limb and do it and see what happens sometimes people I think have reservation about trusting people because of past hurt and things they've experienced in other relationships and that could be unfair to a new person if you put you know what what someone else has done onto them mm-hmm. where maybe they don't have an opportunity on the front end to really show because they're already starting in the red or starting in the negative. So mm-hmm. sometimes I think you just got to take Do the it. leap and, and see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. True, true. All right. Let's think of a couple more ingredients that people can look for or try to develop when they're building a friendship from scratch. I think being yourself, be uniquely you and don't try to 
change or mold yourself into something different so that these people will like me or these people will um, want me to be part of their group. I think it is better for everyone for you to be uniquely who you are. I just think it's important for people to see who you are uniquely, unapologetically, so that you can interact with one another from a genuine place. Yeah, that's good. Authenticity is huge. I don't know how many people feel that pressure. Um, I know I've felt that pressure in different seasons where I'm like, uh, I really am interested in building with this person, but I don't know if I'm the kind of person that they would like. So then you almost feel like you have to adjust before there's any, <laughs> there's any reason to adjust. You're just kind of in your head like, oh, maybe I should be more like this or my, like that. And it's like, just be yourself. Just come to the table with what you got and, uh, and put it out there and see if, uh, you know, if, if it works again, if you guys are compatible, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, Okay. After you figure out what it is that you want and you assess your ingredients, right? Then I think it's a it's a it's important for you to know which order and how much of what needs to go in where. So I'm a very strategic individual, right? I like steps, I like lists, I like practical advice. And if I was the person asking, how do I build a friendship from scratch? I would want you to legit tell me, well, step one. <laughs> this step two this Raffinay on the other hand she's not we don't stand on the same side of the line when it comes to this she's more on the you just let it happen organically and so I'm gonna let her talk about that a little bit because uh I don't even know what that means uh <laughs> happen organically I'm just kind of like a doer like listen if we're gonna be building a friendship I just need to say these things you need to say these things and then we just need to do these things and that's how it's gonna grow um, but it does, it hasn't happened like that for her in her relationships. So why don't you go first and then I'll follow up. So I would say when I'm saying, let it happen organically, it doesn't mean you do nothing as much as not trying to force it to be something. So I talked a little bit earlier about the different environments where you may have people in your space. So whether that's work or school or church or a, community group of some kind or a an affinity group of some kind that you may be connected with. You may find people that you see there that you talk to. And over time, it may just blossom and develop into something more than what it was initially when you just kind of first met. And so for me, I've seen this happen most recently in the workplace. So I started this job that I'm working now about 10 months ago. And when I started there, I knew no one at this company. And so I went in, learned my job, did my job, stayed pretty quiet, just kind of observed. I usually am an observer in new situations. And there was one coworker that every week at some point she would send me a message on our internal messaging system and just say, hey, just checking in. How was your week this week? You need anything? You have questions about anything? And I was like, oh, you know, some weeks I would have questions, other weeks not so much. So I thought her reaching out to me each week was a very nice gesture, very kind of her, something she didn't have to do. It's not like that was part of her job role. She was just being kind. And we worked the same schedule. So (laughs) we were at work a lot together. And at some point, on that journey she sent me a message and was like hey can you text me at this number I want to ask you something off messenger 
And so at that point, I could have, it was my choice, you know, did I want to give her my number so she could message me or say, you know, no, really, I don't give my number out. And so I opted to give her my number. I wasn't concerned about it. I just texted her and was like, hey, this is Raffine. And from there, I would say things just continued to grow and develop. And, you know, we would text in work, outside of work. I had other coworkers as well that started to invite me out to stuff. My job has some structured kind of hangout for all of us, but then some of my coworkers would just get together and go out after work. And so people would invite me to stuff. And first few times I was like, no, 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 thank you. I didn't go. And then at some point I decided to go and it was a good time. I enjoy my coworkers. And so it was less of a struggle for me to choose to go because I actually enjoyed them versus if I didn't. And I think that's just an example of how things kind of progress over time. Because I had even one of my coworkers approach me and she's like, Raffine, you just seem like you're very structured and you have like very serious boundaries and you seem like you don't really do a whole lot of overlap with like work and friendships. And, you know, she asked me, she was like, are we friends? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I like her too. And Come I was on. just like, I, I mean, I hadn't really thought about it, honestly. So when she asked the question, I, I kind of paused, like, uh, yeah, why not? <laughs> um, but it wasn't something that crossed my mind. She, in my mind, her classification would be she's one of my coworkers. If someone asked me, like, tell me some of your friends, her name probably would not have come up. And so I think just allowing things for me just to happen organically, not feel forced, like not coming in, trying to be like, oh, these people going to be my best friends and inserting myself into this environment, but rather just allowing things to grow. And what I've seen happen in this particular setting is that there are friendships that just have naturally developed even mm-hmm. as new people are coming in because maybe you hear things and or you like things about certain people or you work the same shift so you just naturally end up talking a little more than you do to maybe other coworkers and for me that just feels more natural when people mm-hmm. have come in and tried to force it i'm just like ugh don't try to force it Mm-hmm. it's okay mm-hmm. it'll like just let things naturally develop yeah here's the thing though let me just shout out to your coworker, whoever she is for doing the work of pursuing you uh week after week after week right i think you know maybe proper protocol at a new job you know people might ask the new girl like oh hey how you doing you like it yada 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 but to like week after week continue to reach out and then reach out offline and then you know invite you out to hang even after you said no like I just think that that is some intentional pursuit which could be a part of your journey listener you know as you're trying to build friendships from scratch I think that um maybe there's some of you listening who can relate to Raffinate like yeah for sure like I'm hesitant you know it's a new group of people trying to figure out where I fit in if I actually enjoy them all that kind of stuff for me it is the complete opposite like the complete opposite and I'm very similar to your co-worker in the sense that I probably would just ask you like hey um not necessarily are we friends but like hey are you trying to do this again like are you, are you do you want to be friends do you want to hang out do you want to talk like for me I don't think I have the patience to just see like sometimes if things will just become something unless we're not in the same space like if I meet somebody 
let's say I met somebody in Houston and there was a vibe and we, we kicked in. So, oh my gosh, she seems great. I wouldn't feel the need to like define that or try to force it to be something. Cause I'm like, I'm not even going to see you again. But, but when we do ever, you know, cross paths again, it's going to be a good time. Like that's going to be great. However, I think for, in, in some relationship dynamics, I want to know like after those intentional encounters, like, Hey, what will this look like moving forward? So a perfect example is um, about a month or two ago, I went to this um, event. It was like this workshop, a weekend workshop. And I met one of the staff that were working the event. And he said, Hey, I suggest that you meet with this woman um, outside of this. And maybe you guys can connect and talk um, more about uh, the, the training or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. So he gave me her email. I emailed her. We emailed back and forth. She was like, Hey, um, we can meet at this whole foods and just connect for maybe like an hour or so. Cool. So we meet at this whole foods. Um, we sit down, we have a great conversation, never met this woman before in my life, never seen her. <laughs> and, uh, we just vibed for like a whole hour. Uh, at the end of that time, I'm thinking in my head, oh, I would love to do this again. So because that's a natural desire of mine, I'm just all about expressing desire. That is a huge, huge thing for me. I'm like, listen, if you want something, just say it. You know what I'm saying? If you like something, just say it, express it, right? And so I told her, I was like, hey, I really enjoyed our time. Could we do this again, like in a month or two weeks or <laughs> whenever your schedule like allows? I, I would really enjoy that. So I just put it out there. She then responded to me and said, uh yeah let me think about it and look at my schedule and yada 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 so I was like cool that was it she didn't give me an answer but I had put my desire out there I said what I said and then left maybe like a week and a half later two weeks she was like hey I'm actually thinking about doing this bible study at my at my home I would love for you to come I was like bet awesome she's like and we'll meet once a week every week for like the next two months I was like this is perfect so I go to this woman's home I walk in and there's, you know, a group of women and they're like, oh, hey, how do you know her? And I was like, actually, I met her once in, a, in a Whole Foods. <laughs> and they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, we've met once in a Whole Foods. <laughs> and they were like, OK, I'm like, I'm pretty much a perfect stranger. However, she's welcomed me into her, her home and invited me to sit down with some of her closest friends and really kind of like dive into God's word around this particular topic. And, and we're doing life intentionally in that way. And in my mind, I'm like, I feel like that's how everything should be. <laughs> like you meet somebody you like, you see somebody you're interested in. I'm like, just say something like shoot your shot. Like go out, like, Hey, listen, I think you're dope. I would love to kick it. Like, are you interested kind of thing? Or let's hang out or something. But at the organic, like, Oh, we hung out. We had a good time. But I'm not gonna say anything. Let's just see if it happens again. And Oh, we hung out and had a good time. Let me just, I did, listen, I don't have the patience. <laughs> I'm just like, let's just say it. And I don't know if it's as basic as, hey, do you want to be my friend? Because I'm sure that's weird for some people. Not Very me. weird. It's not weird, 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 weird. It's not. I think. Let's you just lie. said it's weird. <laughs> for some people. I only say that it's weird for some people because those people have told me that it's weird. I easily would be like, so what is this? Like, can we, are we friends? Can we be friends? Like, <laughs> you know, like, is this, is this a thing? Like is this thing I don't again you don't have to maybe say those exact words but why can't you just be forthright and being like hey this is a thing I've had literally okay I've had people on IG since the whole heart combo thing reach out to me and be like hey can we be friends first of all props to you for just putting it out there that you think I'm halfway dope halfway decent person and you're like I would love to build with you cool I respect that but then I'm like listen you're in a whole nother country what that's gonna look like for us 
it's going to be it's going to be different you know what i'm saying it's not going to be as practical so i tell them i'm like hey we probably can't you know be friends like in real life but i would love to continue to stay connected to you on ig like so it's like you communicated your desire i communicated my desire and my capacity and we decide from there like how we're going to move forward i don't understand why more adults aren't having that basic conversation like when it comes to to friendships and relationships but it could be a personality thing you know whatever because <laughs> i'm like there's too much room for gray like you say yes or you say no and then i'm like okay you're not interested or what do i do with that and it's just ugh, i don't know i don't know don't make assumptions though don't make assumptions about what like if someone says no you ask somebody kick it and they say no don't make the assumption that that equals that they don't like you or you should never ask them again. I think sometimes (laughs) people make attempts to reach out to people and say, Hey, you know, you want to hang out. And so if someone says no, that don't mean no, never. (laughs) They just said, you know, no, I didn't want to hang out when you asked me or that time. Like I've, I've seen in my own life where people deduce a whole lot of things from one word that I've said and I'm like that is unfair to go make assumptions about what that meant or read more into it without asking me like if you're wondering just ask me but don't be like oh you know she said she didn't want to hang I invited her to the movies and she didn't want to go so she don't ever want to hang on me she don't like me I ain't well did you did you tell them why you didn't want to go to the movies I don't have to tell you why I don't want to go to the movies (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> wait a minute so you're telling me i ask you hey would you like to do something you say no and then i'm just supposed to then go through my mental rolodex for reasons why you could have said no and then think no to one's ask you again? asking you to go through your rolodex you're deciding to go through your rolodex listen if some if i if i ask somebody hey you want to go bowling tomorrow and they like no i just be like okay <laughs> and i'm moving on I am not thinking deeply about why you don't want to go bowling. You said, no, you don't want to go bowling. Moving on. Call someone else or go by myself. Yes. But then the next time that you think about going bowling, are you going to ask that person? I probably, I may. Oh my goodness. I just think it's, I think. So what if the person was like, no, I don't enjoy bowling. So then I can not ask you like to go bowling because you don't enjoy that. It doesn't mean we're never going to hang out. I'm just going to not ask you to go bowling. But if you're like, no, I didn't want to go bowling because I had already had a previous commitment. Like, wouldn't that be helpful to know for you just to be like, oh, no, I already have a previous commitment. But check, you know what I'm saying? Like, ask me the next time you guys go. Like, those kinds of things, like, give context for people's, uh, like, understanding and how to, like, move forward in a dynamic, especially one that's new. But you out here giving people one-word answers, like, no. (laughs) Listen, if you ask me a closed-ended question, then thereby I'm going to give you a closed-ended answer. So if you ask me, do you want to go bowling Saturday? And I say no, I have answered your question. Really? I am in no way obligated to explain my yes or my no. My yes or my no is my yes or my no for whatever the reason is. And I don't have to justify or explain myself to someone else I I do not feel pressure in that kind of way at all uh. and I also think I also no, but seriously I think sometimes people that are on this whole context thing that you're talking about or that think that is so important I think they put pressure on people that don't value that to have to 
engage with them or give information to them in that kind of way. And I'm just like, I'm not obligated to do that. And I don't think people should put pressure on other people that like, it has to be that so that I can feel secure in, in myself. Like, that's not on me that you went off on a tangent about why I said no or why I said yes. Like, if you wanted to know, you could easily just ask me like, hey, is there a reason you don't want to go bowling? Like, do you not like bowling? You got something to do? But don't just go sit up and fester and come up and concoct ideas about why I said yes or why I said no. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's cool. Oh, my. Listen, I hear what you're saying, and I agree with a lot of it. However, <laughs> Kinda. I do, I do, I do agree with, with a lot of it. I think uh, a, a good point of what you're saying, like, don't uh, make up a whole lot of reasons for, don't get in your head about why someone wasn't interested Correct. in, you know, whatever the, the said thing was. I get that. But <laughs> I think that there could be just a lot of missed opportunities when, people don't have context or when people aren't forthright about their interests. So in my mind, I'm not saying you have to explain yourself to someone, but if, if, if two people have no context for one another and one person like reaches out, it extends an invitation, right? Cause it's the only way that anybody gets from one dynamic in a relationship to a new dynamic is when there's an invitation to go to the new dynamic, right? So your friend at work, said, hey, I would love to talk to you offline. She extended an invitation for you to, 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 to make yourself accessible to her in a way beyond the workplace, right? And you said yes to that. Uh, however, I, just, I think it's okay for both parties to actively play a part in communicating their desire or their interest. I don't think you, because I think what you're saying puts the pressure on the other person to have to have the perfect question, worded the perfect way to get the specific information out of you that they're looking for. When in my mind, I'm like, why don't you just offer that information up freely? It's not the perfect question. It's, I, I don't agree with that. It's not the perfect question. What I'm saying ultimately is that there's no level of obligation to have to give that information. And I think oftentimes people allow their minds to drift off into a certain place and they deduce a lot of information from, from very minimal amount of information. Okay. I and agree. I think that's I not agree. okay. And I agree with that. However, I think that people aren't willing to just put themselves out there and express their desires for other people, for whatever their underlying reasons might be, they feel it's, it makes them feel too vulnerable. Um, it's an uncomfortable thing to do. They're worried about what the other person will think. And I think that we should all just be in the habit of expressing, like shooting our shot and expressing our desire uh, for people. You get what I mean? And just being like, I'm just going to be upfront. Like, I really enjoyed our time and I would love to do this again, period. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to wait for you to ask me the perfect question at the perfect time or whatever. And you're saying it's not the perfect question, but I'm just... I just want to say that I don't think people do that enough on both sides, especially after someone has communicated desire for you, like to hang out. And then you reciprocate with a one word answer versus I think responding desire with desire is, is healthy. And maybe I did learn this my, at this uh, marriage retreat that Mike went to when we first got married, they were encouraging people to respond emotion with emotion and fact with fact. And that's often where couples might miss each other because 
um, one couple has expressed like sadness, like, oh man, like this thing just happened, right? And then the other couple responds to that emotion with fact, like, oh, well, they probably shouldn't have just been in the in, in the thing, you know? <laughs> it's like, yes, I'm not saying that what you're saying is not true. However, I'm expressing emotion to you right now. It would be great if you acknowledge my emotion and, and express empathy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, for what, what I'm saying, like, oh, like, yeah, that is sad. Like, let me at least just acknowledge that instead of responding your emotion to fact. Or I might give you a fact and say, hey, like, the roof is leaking. And then you respond with emotion, like, Oh my God, that's just why everything is, it is like, okay. <laughs> like, all right. Um, and so I think similar in friendship, if a person expresses desire, why? I think it should be mutual. Um, and if it's a lack of desire, that's cool too. At least, at least both people can be on the same page about what the desire is and not have to do the guesswork. Um, of, and, and then, which I think leaves, leads people to be in their head about stuff. Do you agree? Or no? You still like, nope. <laughs> still like, nope. Okay. I hear what you're saying. I, I, this is just an area where we know that we don't agree. This, is, <laughs> this, this has been an area for a long time that we've not agreed on. Periodically. So. 10 years now. 10 years. <laughs> we've been in this thing for 10 years and Raffinate still will give me one word answers to things leave things completely open make me have to dig dig i feel like i'm digging for gold to get no okay get. that might be an exaggeration no, no it's not actually like i feel <laughs> like i'm digging for gold to get <laughs> one word out of her and i'm like why couldn't you have just hit that up front well you didn't ask me that okay great well i'll try to make sure i got the perfect question next time so i can just get the information that i want <laughs> easier but Whatever. Good luck. If you're in relationships with people like Raffinay, <laughs> you can just, woo, let me tell you, it's work. At the same time, I know that I'm a lot too, so I'm not going to even try to put it out there that I'm like I'm not. But anyway, I hope that what we've shared today has been helpful uh, for you guys I mean, pertaining to the topic of building a friendship from scratch. You can do it. You really, really can. If you needed somebody to tell you that you can do it, you can do it. There are people accessible to you, so don't lie to yourself and tell yourself like I don't know anybody and nobody reach out yes yes you do you, you're not unless you're living like in the in a bubble <laughs> you know like you have access to people um, and yes they could be perfect strangers however you can find things maybe that you have in common you can be intentional with those people find people that you think value the same things that you value and and really start from there you can do it you can do it so until next time remember all of this that we're talking about, it's not a hard conversation, y'all. It's a heart conversation. Until next time, peace. Hello.